Shalom, Shalom Israel. Yahweh be with you and Yahweh bless you. We want to welcome you to the Truth of Yahweh Bible Study Podcast. And today is our Sabbath and we want to thank you for joining us. And hopefully we can all get some edification through the word of Yahweh. And with that I'm going to turn it over to the brother and elder Josiah. Able to to uh, learn more about him and an opportunity to uh, you know when 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 you steer when I steer away from uh, his his word or or don't come up to what his word said I thank him for the opportunity to that he gives us to to choose to come up to his word we that's something we have to do. In our day-to-day walk, every moment of the day, we have to make that choice of coming up to Yahweh's word. And and in a time that uh, we're living in and the things that we see on the news and the newspaper, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's not a time to, to be uh, giving up uh, or, or anything. It's time to stand up and stand on the word of Yahweh because he's our only help that we're going to be able to make it through the things that we are faced with in in this present time. Uh, We need Yahweh. And I I just, I thank him for uh, just a mind to know and realize that, that I need him in everything that I do, in every moment of the day, I need him to to keep me, to protect me, to strengthen me, to hold me, and to to uphold me. Uh, And because if it wasn't for him, uh, Satan would, would take us out in a heartbeat. That's right, bro. And it's only by Yahweh's protection and that hedge that he has around us uh, that he's keeping us. You know, I'm not saying that you're not going to go through stuff. That's every day. That's that's a thing that, that we must uh, realize that we got to go through stuff. That's mm-hmm. how we're... Uh, uh, burnt. That's how the impurities that's in us is burnt out when we are tried and go through the fire. That's how Yahweh purifies us as as He do with what they do with gold. They burn out the impurities that's in the gold that that uh, that uh, metal that's not gold or whatever. Uh, the fire burns it out, and that's what. When we are facing things in our life, uh, that's what uh, Yahweh uses to to purify us, to strengthen our bond and our relationship with Him. So if if you're going through, you know, uh, like that one song said, "Hallelujah, anyhow, mm. never let the devil get you down." When trouble come your way, mm-hmm. lift your hands up high and say, 
Yes. Hallelujah. Anyhow, yes. that's yes. how we have to uh, uh, have that attitude and, and that belief that Yahweh is going to bring us out. And we got to stand on that because his word says it. If yes. we put our trust in him, then he's faithful and true to bring us out because he said, I'm not a man that I should lie. Uh -huh. So if his word said that if we look to him and stand on his word and believe what he said, and I thank him for an opportunity and I thank him for that mindset that no matter what I face in my life, even if it looks bleak and it don't look like I'm going to make it, and if I don't make it through, it's all up to Yahweh and it's by, by his will that whatever happens in our life is by his will. Yes, sir. So whether it, it's the fire furnace or whatever, we have to stand on Yahweh's word. He's able to keep us in the midst of the storm. When the waves are raging, we can look to him and stand on his word that he's going to be with us through the storm. And I thank him for that. I yes. thank him for all things that he's doing in my life. I thank him for it. I thank him for health and strength. I thank him for everything. Yes. And we have to keep that in our minds, in our spirit, in our inner, in our inner man. Uh -huh. Thank him for yes. everything that he's doing in our life. And I thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I um the scripture says the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. I thank Yahweh for waking me up every morning because you know everybody's going through every day. And we can you can say uh um why not why me, why me going through, but he said, I chasten those that I love. Yes, yes, so yes. we're going to go through. You can't help nobody That's right. if you don't go through. That's exactly if you right. go through, then you can help somebody. Right. So what I look like going to somebody that's not married and asking them a question about marriage and they ain't married. <laughs> that don't make any sense. No. Yaqwa is the answer to everything that we're going through in life. Mm -hmm. And I thank him for that. And I love him for that for every day for keeping his protection angels encamped about us through all this that we're going through. You might get the virus, but it's mild. But you got people that's not here today because they're not keeping Torah and not doing what Yahweh said. The virus is sent to chastise us and to make us go closer to Yahweh. If this don't make people draw near to Yahweh and ask what the heck is going on, mm. there's something wrong with them. They that's need right. to go to a mental hospital. Mm. Because this is serious. He is standing at the door. He's standing there for a reason. He get ready to come through the clouds. Mm -hmm. And he said, when I come back here, I better find you doing. Mm -hmm. My prayer is, Yahweh, let me be doing something. I don't care what it is, something for you. Yes. So you would consider me. He only have to take you. His, his mercy endures forever. Right. And we have to remember that. It's all, everything 
mm-hmm. is going on in our lives this day is because of Yaqua giving us the very air to breathe and to go through and to get whatever we got. It's not that we so great or our mind is this and that. Yaqua blessed whoever is on the upward blessing for whatever his reason is. He is the one that blessed you. Right. He said, if you're doing evil, you better be afraid. Mm. Because when mm. I come back here and you're not doing, mm. you're going to be in a world of trouble. Mm. So that storm they hit a couple of days ago, they could have happened here. They could have been a last time that we had a conversation. You never know. He said, my time is not yet. Your time is always ready. Right. Be considerate to remember that your time is always ready. Right. It was this guy, a young guy that we knew in Chicago, a young man, I think he was around my age or, or in his early 40s, something like that. Healthy young man walking across the street and just passed out and died. And his parents was had passed. So he was the last of that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't think we're too young or we special, we this and that. We are nothing. If he can make the rocks and the birds and the wind and the grass lift him up, he don't need us. Mm. So don't get high mind. I don't care who you are. Don't get high mind. High mind is from the Satan. That's the beginning of your fall, being high mind. Stay humble. Stay meek. Stay in the position where Yahweh can use you and be attentive to his voice. And then you'll get blessed. You think you're blessed now? You really get blessed if you be attentive to Yahweh's voice and do what he said. Yahweh mm. be with you. Yahweh bless you. Real good. Both of those are real, real, real good testimonies. And uh, the brother touched up on that. I, I uh, said I was going to get some scripts, find some information about the uh, those uh, episodes, those storms and stuff like that is going on because a lot of people don't realize that's Yahweh's action also. Some do and don't take it serious, but uh, uh, I concur with uh, 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 Mother, her, her statement a minute ago uh, that uh, when, when you when you were lined up with Yahweh, ain't no, ain't, there's no reason to be afraid when you know that you were lined up with the word. Okay, uh, your, 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 your life lined with the word. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna get this up, get this started. Deuteronomy 32 verse eight. Deuteronomy, I'm gonna talk just a little bit about these storms because um, there are some people I want to have some scriptures and uh, we need this on tape for them. Deuteronomy, the heavenly tablets, 32, verse 8. Deuteronomy 32 and 8. What is that? When Yahweh divided to the nation their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the peoples according to the number of the children of Israel. According to when he first set this thing up, he set this thing up according to the number of the children of Israel. Okay. Uh, now, uh, 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 David made a statement in Psalms uh, 82. And uh, five. Now we, we we read that uh, when he first divided the nations, uh, their inheritance. When he separated the sons of Adam, he set the boundaries of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. So that's to say right there that 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 let you know right there that you are special to him. What does it say in eighty two five Psalms? Psalms eighty two and five. Yes, ma'am. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. And the foundations of the earth are out of course because Israel is out of course. Amos 3 and 2. Amos the third chapter, verse 2. 
Amos 3 and 2. You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. I will punish you for all your sins. And I made the uh, statement to the uh, sister uh, the other day. It's like, look, uh, everybody think it's coincidental that these storms and tornadoes, hurricanes, and all this stuff are hitting predominantly often they're on the Israelites. They are the ones that are out of order. So it's like the whole earth, he said, when I first set this thing up, I set it up according to the number of the uh, tribe of Israel. Now, and what do we do? We squandered our opportunity to, to get the rest. See, some of these nations are not paying you any attention. They don't, they don't care what you, what you think. But remember this, family, uh, First Chronicles uh, 5 and 2. This is our title. This is our mantra that we live by. First Chronicles, the fifth chapter, verse 2. First Chronicles 5 and 2. Yes, sir. For Yadah prevailed above his brother, and of him came the chief ruler. But the birthright was. Yes, it's going, bro. Say that. Uh, no, no. That's that's good. We 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 we'll stop with that because uh, I don't want to stretch out too long and all that. But but Yadah Judah is the chief ruler, and uh, until we get ourselves together, we're gonna see these storms these tornadoes, these hurricanes, and all this stuff, and he's swatting right off that uh, little, uh, town, uh, Mayfield, Kentucky. It's a little Israelite town, family. Hickman, Kentucky. Straight Israelites. Now, just wipe them down. They're like a bunch of max, match stems. This man mean business, and uh, and we know that we are, we are his dominion. He's going to protect us if we walk in what he tell us to do, because John in fact, let's read that John 10 and 1. Righteous John 10 and 1. John 10 and 1. What does it say? Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that in the end not by the door unto the sheepfold, but climbing up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. We got to do it the way the Bible say do it. If we want to be blessed from our creator, if we want to be blessed uh, by our maker, we got to do it the way the Bible say do it. And you, we just read Yagda is the chief ruler of this thing. Proverbs, uh, no, no, go to Psalms. Let's get all off in the meat of the matter a little bit. Uh, because the people need the uh, information. And, uh, and, and they just don't have the information. Because uh, folks, some, some people say, well, I stopped reading. I know enough. You don't know enough. Because you don't know all of this book. And Yagda has got information everywhere. He used all kinds of sources. Yagda used a, a rock, a donkey. He gonna get his point across. He gonna, what he want to do, he gonna do. What it say in uh, Psalm 83, 15 and 16. Psalm 83, 15 and 16. Let's, let's, look, let's peep at these storms. You know, we were doing a lot of talking. They all nervous and, and discombobulated because they don't know what's gonna happen next. And like uh, Mother was saying a minute ago, uh, you can get free from this COVID and Yahweh uh, 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 bring that thing back on you. Now, that's one that that's one thing I don't understand is that uh, they said the shot will keep you from getting the COVID, and the people that took the shot is the ones with the chrome COVID. <laughs> now that's that. Look, see, you know what they're saying? You can't do nothing but obey Yahweh. Period. That's all you can do. And then and ask for his mercy. What did it say 15? 15 Psalms 83 and 15. So persecute them with thy temp tempest. 
and make them afraid with thy storm. And make them afraid. I'm going. 16. Fear their faces with shame that they may seek thy name, O Yahweh. And see, that's that's what the face, the, 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 you know, we, we are we some broke down people, but we don't have to stay broken down. He said, listen, so persecute them with your wind, the tempest is wind. That go your uh your hurricane, your tornado. Uh, uh my brother told me that the uh, tornado uh came by his house, <laughs> uh just south of his house. And but it, but the thing, just watching it, uh, you know what people start reporting and talking about, the thing traveled 200 miles. Now you got wind blowing in Denver, Colorado, 100 miles an hour, the borderline of Denver and uh, uh Minnesota. 100 miles, Denver. Mountains. See, Yahweh can do what he wants to do anytime he wants to do it. And he got a people that he's given the Torah instruction to. And he expects the people that he's given the Torah instruction to to uh 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 to uh to uh, uh warn the rest of the people uh what's happening, what's gonna happen, what 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 uh he just our job is to give this Torah. That's mm -hmm. our job. Now, what does it say in Psalms 108, uh, verse uh, 8? Psalms 108, verse 8. Psalms 108 and 8. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of my hand. Yahdah is my Torah giver. We are his Torah givers. We are the law givers that he got established here on the earth. Yahweh established your people. To himself, and that's the scripture too. Go to uh, Deuteronomy 29, uh, 13. We are his Torah givers. We can't play this thing short. This is a big job we got. And the people, they're disturbed. They're shook about the, uh, about the storm. And they need to be. Because if their life is not in order, it will be bad if, if some hit them. What does it say in Deuteronomy 29, 13? Deuteronomy 29, 13. Yes, ma'am. That he may establish you today for a people unto himself, uh -huh. and that he may be unto you a Yahweh, as he hath said unto you, and as he has sworn unto your father, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Israel. Uh -huh. The same Deuteronomy 33, verse 1. Same heavenly tablets. 33 and 1. Yes, ma'am. 33 and 1. And this is the blessing wherewith Moshe, the man of Yahweh, blessed the children of Israel. Before his death. Verse 7. Verse 7. Let this, I mean, and this is the blessing of Yahdah. And he said, Hear Yahquah, the voice of Yahdah, and bring him unto his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him, and he and be you and help to him for from his enemy. Be a help to him, but 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 Yahdah's hand has to be sufficient. And, and who made it sufficient? Yahweh did. Okay. Now, a little more about that storm. Isaiah 30 and 30. Isaiah 30 and 30. All of this stuff that we see that we're going through is written. Everything is in this Bible. Whether, whether we know it or not, it's just a matter of finding it. And with a good concordance, good dictionary, you know, we can get this, we can search this thing out a good cell phone now. You can Google a lot of this stuff. Uh, what does it say in the what I, Isaiah 30 yeah. and 30. Yes, ma'am. And Yahweh 
shall cause his right, his righteous voice to be heard and shall show the lightning down of, of his arm and with his indignation of his anger and with the flaming of the devouring fire with scattering and tempest and hailstorm. Now what? Now the man said, the flame of the barn fire. We see that in California and all these Western states. Like the, the whole state be burning up and stuff with, with scattering and wind, hailstorms, that go your tornado right there. And you have hurricane. Now, now what's that lightning? In fact, second Enoch 45, verse one. What's the lightning part of that, that storm? What is the lightning? Second Enoch 45, verse one. Second Enoch, 45 and 1. <clears throat> Whoever hastened to make offering before Yahweh first, Yahweh for his part will hasten that offering by granting of his work. Uh-huh. Verse 2. But who's whoever increases his lamp before Yahweh's face to make not true judgment, Yahweh no. will not increase his treasure in the realm of the highest. Now, but whoever increases his laws, his decisions, his flush laws, okay, before Yahweh face and make not true judgment, the Yahweh will not increase his treasures in the realm of the highest. So in the realm of the highest, if it's not going down the way Yahweh say, it's not going down. Verse three. When Yahweh commands bread or camp, or the flesh of beasts, or any other sacrifice, then that is nothing. But Yahweh demands pure minds, and with all that only tests the mind of man. Mm. Hmm. Now, switch back over for, for me, brother, if you can, to that Psalms 83 and that 15 again, and see if they make a little sense to it. Psalm 83, 15. Psalm. 83. 15, so persecute them with your tempest and make them afraid with your storm. And make them afraid. Listen, the man say persecute them with your wind and make them afraid with your storm. Well, they say it's 90 miles we easton. They say it'll be at nine o'clock. They say it's going to last to tomorrow. They say, we study talking about what they said, the people that said something that Yahweh ain't said nothing to. But we believe him. And he said, what the book said again? He said, so persecute them with your wind and make their make them afraid with your storm. That's exactly what's going on. And uh, you know why they're afraid? Because they are not doing what the book say. Romans 13:4. Romans the 13th chapter, verse 4. Look what Paul told the Israelites in Rome. Look what he said to the Israelites that were in Rome. Romans 13 and 4. Yeah. For he is the minister of Yahweh to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid. For he bear not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of Yahweh, a revenger. revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Second Ezra 1538. We're going to get in the meat of the matter here in a 15. minute. Yes, ma'am. Second Ezra 15, verse 38. The same one that's uh, persecuting and plaguing us 
with the pestilence is the same one that's sending this persecuted uh -huh, with the tempest. And he said, make them afraid with your stone. If you got Yahweh business right, there's no reason to be afraid. But if you don't have Yahweh business right, you are crazy if you ain't scared. 1538, what it say? Second answer. Second answer, 15 and 38. Read it. And then shall there come great storms from the south and from the north and, and another part from the west. Uh-huh. Now, look what the man said. He said, look, and, and, and then shall there come great storms from the south, from the north, and another part from the west. Listen, we got this coming. It's going to happen. We, the storm's going to happen. He's going to send them to get our attention until we get back in order and start getting these people straight. The addition of Daniel, chapter 1, and look at uh, verse 46. The addition to Daniel. 1 and 46. Yes, ma'am. Addition of Daniel, Daniels, 1 and 46. Oh, you dew and storms of snow. Bless you, Yahweh. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Now, you see what this man said? The man said, Daniel said, look, the dew, that's rain, and the storms of snow. Bless you, Yahweh, and praise and exalt him ab above all forever. Wait a minute. You mean the, 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 the rain, the dew, and the storms of snow supposed to praise this man? Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about power. Now we ain't talking mm -hmm. about talk. We talking about straight raw power. Second Ezra four forty uh, four forty nine. Second Ezra four and forty nine. Let's let the book talk. Second Ezra. Second Ezra uh -huh. four and forty nine. Yes, After this, there passed by before me a watery cloud and sent down much rain with storms. And when the storm rain was passed, the drops remained still. Now, y'all talking about some power. The man, read that, read that again. Because uh, the second part of that, uh, and when the storm, when the rain was passed, the, the drops remained still. Now, now wait a minute now, Brother Daniel, you hear that? Uh-huh. That's power. That's juice right there. Yeah. All this other stuff is talk. That's power. Now, he froze the wet rain. And the rain stood still. Read that one more time. After this, there passed by before me a watery cloud and sent down much rain with storm. And when the stormy rain was passed, the drops remained still. And the drops remained still. Now, you know, and, 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 and people talking about power this, power that. We just throw the word all around, flip it, like it's just some old casual on the street corner word. No, that's juice. Mm -hmm. Sirach, 40, 43 and 17. Sirach, the 43rd chapter, verse 17. Sirach, 43, 17. Sirach, 43, 17. The noise of the thunder makes the earth to tremble. So does the northern storm in the whirlwind. As birds fly, he scattered the snow, and the falling down thereof is as the lightning of grasshoppers. Of grasshoppers. And you, if you try to tell these wicked Christian folks 
The Yahweh Fama is in the storm. You might have to wrestle. Because mm -hmm. they ain't going to believe none of that. Because they, oh, not Jesus, not my God. Oh, no. He said, look, go to Psalm 78. Psalm 78, pick it up at 45. Read 45 through 49. Psalms 48, uh, 78, 45 through 49. And emphasize 49. Psalm 78, 45. He sent different sorts of flies among them which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them. He gave also the increase unto the caterpillar and their labors unto the locusts. 47. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore trees with four frosts. He gave up their cattle also to hail and their flocks to the hot thunderbolt. Lightning, don't read. 49. He cast upon them the fierceness of his anger and indignation and trouble by sending an evil spirit among them. Get it right. Uh, what you talk about, what your God don't do, the one we serve, do it all. Okay? He cast up on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, and indignation by sending what? Read that, read that 49 again. He cast upon them the fierceness of his anger and indignation and trouble by sending an evil spirit among them. By sending an evil spirit among them. Yahweh worked this any way he wanted to work it. Deuteronomy 32, 39. We don't want to, we don't want to get so excited. We start missing what the book has told us. Deuteronomy 32nd chapter, verse 39. Deuteronomy 32, 39. See now that I, even I am he, and there is no Yahweh with me. I kill. I kill. And you, I make a lie. You see, wait a minute now. Them folk that got killed, they say it was mm. at Amazon warehouse down in Edwardsville. The walls fell in and everything. You know, they run up with that, that, that uh, mortar and, and nail it to that, glue it to that wood and put them aluminum tops on there and make millions of dollars out the building. Uh, but who do the killing? Yeah, uh, I kill. Uh -huh. And I make a lie. Uh -huh. I wound and I heal. Uh -huh. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hands. And he tell you right there, when I get busy with you, mm. you ain't got nothing coming. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody can do nothing with nothing I got something to do with. That's what you see. Psalm 114 and 2. The whole story is in the Bible, family. If we would just read it. Psalms 114 and two. And two. Uh -huh. 114 and two. Uh -huh. Judah was his sanctuary and Israel his domain. And Israel his domain. Now, speaking of his sanctuary and his domain, look at uh, Genesis. See, Yahweh say Judah are my people. That's why he said, I, I'm going to get you for everything you do. And you wondering why the storms are hidden. You wonder why the pestilence, we are plagued with the pestilence. Because the whole earth is out of order. Because Israel is out of order. Yeah. And now they're making it real normal to be out of order. Trying to normalize. That's not the narrative. The narrative is to figure a way to teach your people whether they want to hear it or not. You know they need to hear it. 49, 8 through 10. Genesis 49. 
Genesis 49. Genesis. 8 through 10. Uh -huh. 49. 8 through 10. 49 says, 8. Yada, you are he, Judah, you are he whom your brother shall praise. Your hand shall be in the neck of your enemy. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Yada is a lion's well from the prey, my son, you are going up. He stoops down and crouches as a lion and as a old lion, who shall rise him up? 10, the serpent, the authority shall not depart from Yada, nor the lawgiver from between his feet until Yahweh comes. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. And to him shall the gathering of the people be. Isaiah 29, verse 16. Isaiah 29. 16. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 29, 16. Surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter's clay. For shall the work say of him that made it, he made me not? Or shall the thing framed say to him that framed it, he had no, he had no understanding? See, go on with Yahweh. Stay in your place. Don't waste your time with somebody who don't want to hear the word. Tell them what the book says and go on. But don't argue with Yaquab family. You can get in real bad trouble. Stay in your place. That same Isaiah 40, 45, verse 9. Isaiah 45, verse 9. I hope you can find get some of some of these scriptures. Isaiah 45, verse 9. Isaiah 45 and 9. Woe to him that strive with his maker. Let the potsherd strive with the potsherd of the earth. Shall the clay say to him that fashion it, what makes you or your work? He has no hand. See, don't argue with Yahweh. Stay in your lane. He meant what he said, and he said what he meant. Remember, he made you, family. That's what the world has got. They are almost uh, ready to say, uh, yeah, man made man in, in, in the instance of cells and all of this right here. But Yahweh made the original man. Remember, he made you Isaiah 64 and 8. Isaiah 64 and 8. That's Isaiah 64 and 8. But now, Yahweh, you are our father. We are the clay and you are the potter. And we all are the works of your hand. See, if you boil a, a, a dirt bowl or a, a bowl that's made out of clay, clay, it'll break up. But if you if you buy, if you if you use a, a one of those bronze bowls, it won't. In fact, look at Leviticus six and twenty eight. Leviticus the sixth chapter verse twenty eight. We can learn some from. The, the stray dogs in the street. You're, we can learn from anybody. Uh, and, and some of these folk are not as uh, just as you might think they are, but that's for another day. What does it say? 6 and 28. Leviticus, the 6th chapter, verse 28. Leviticus 6, 28. Uh -huh. But the earthen vessel wherein it is sodden shall be broken. And if it be sodden in a brazen 
pot, it shall be both scored and rinsed in water. Yeah. If you boil a dirt bowl, it's going to break a milk. But a powerful bronze bowl, it don't. See, that's the difference. That's the difference in spiritual and natural retail family. That natural is that dirt bowl. Uh huh. That, that bronze bowl, uh huh. That's spiritual. It won't break. It's the proper stuff to, to you know, cook or do whatever you're going to do, wash something, whatever you're going to do with it. You was gold and you became earthen when you broke the Torah. You was gold. When you broke the Torah instruction, you became earthen. Now we got to stop, take time, and explain it to these people. Look, uh, uh, Lamentations. Lamentations 4 and 2. You was gold, and you became earthen when you broke Torah instruction. That's what we're dealing with today. We line this thing up according to the children, the number of the children of Israel. Uh-huh. But... The whole earth, the Bible says the whole earth is out of course now. Uh, what does it say in 4 and 2? Lamentation 4 and 2. How is the gold become dim? How is the most fine gold change? The storms of the sanctuary are pulled out into the top of every street. Uh-huh. Second Corinthians 4 and 7. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verse 7. Second Corinthians. Four. Yes, Second ma'am. Corinthians four and seven. But we have we have this treasure in earthly vessels that the excellency of the power may be of Yahweh and not of us. See, the power is of Yahweh and not of us. He told us already, I kill, I made rains stand still, I made darkness. Stand still. Uh, I, 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 I gave them extra day. They said, man, we can't even see these, these black folk, face folks. There was Hamites. He said, okay, well, I'm going to need a light on a whole extra day. That's the power of the one we serve. Uh, he don't have diminished capacity, you know, like, like people do. Uh, uh, David said, I, was, I once was young, but now I'm old. I haven't ever seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed big bread. Tell the people what the Bible say and go on about your business. Because right. this is who you're dealing with. Sirach 2 and 10. Mm. Sirach, the second chapter, verse 10. Tell the people what Yahweh told you to tell them. Don't be afraid. Just tell them and go on. Because when Yahweh got you, mm. Satan can't stop you. Uh-huh. No weapon formed against you should prosper. And every tongue the rise of this you shall fall. Look what the book says. Sirach 2 and 10. Look at the generation of old and see. Did ever any trust in Yahweh and was not confound? Or did, it, or did any stay in his fear and was forsaken? Yahweh said, check, check out my history. Uh-huh. Have I ever failed you? Ever. <clears throat> you might think he failed you, but you fail you. He can't fail. And there's nothing impossible with him. We got to see it, believe it, and, 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 and work with it like it's written. Psalm 34, 19. Psalm 34, the vision. Verse 19. 
Psalms 34 and 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but Yahweh delivered them out of all, out of them all. Mother just said the same thing in her testimony. Many are the, the affliction of the righteous, but Yahweh delivered them out of all of them except two. Oh. <laughs> See, you're going to go through, but you're going to be delivered. And the people that well, no, you're not going to be delivered because I'm going to have something to do with your deliverance. They are in error. Many are the affliction of the righteous, but Yahweh delivered them out of them all. He don't, he don't leave one for you to wrestle with. Psalm 24, 16. Psalm 24, 16. Psalms 24 and 16. Uh, I, I tell you what, give me, give me 2 Timothy 3.11. 2 Timothy 3.11. See, we're we going to go through, we're going to go through trials and tribulations and tests. You got to understand this. Yahweh tests everybody. Hmm. Everybody uh -huh, going to come up under the test of Yahweh. And if you don't pass the test, it's on, it's on you because all you got to do is pick the book up. Sometimes we shouldn't have to wait to hear somebody. Sometimes he want to speak directly to you, you and him in the book. What does it say? Second Timothy 3, three and, and 11. three what? 11. 3 and 11. Persecute affliction which came unto me at Antioch and Arcadium and Lytris and persecute I endure. But out of them all, Yahweh delivered me. Everything that happens, Yahweh still delivered him. Huh? Everything, Paul said, look, out of everything that went down, Yahweh delivered me. Yahweh tests everybody. Listen, you're going to be, you're going to be, Brother Danielle, Ben Israel, O.C. Roy, you say, look, you're going to be tested. The, 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 the thing is this, he bring you out of all of them. He bring you out of all of them. Look at 11 and 5 Psalm. Watch this. 11 and 5 Psalm. Look what Malik Day we see in 11 chapter 1000 BC. Verse 5. Uh -huh. 11 and 5 Psalms. Uh -huh. 11. 11 and 5. Yahweh tries the righteous, but the wicked, and him that loveth violence, his soul's hate. See there? Yahweh try the righteous, but the wicked, and him that love violence, his soul hate. Not that they do it on Wednesday. Uh, but you can be wicked on any day and love violence on any day. Well, I agree, man. Go go out there, man. You know what? This nigga got your sack and ain't paid for your sack, man. Go out there and bust his head. Well, for you bust his head, I'm here to let you know, Yahweh hates you. Uh-huh. If you love violence. Um, Yahweh try the righteous, but the wicked. And him that love violence, his soul hate. Point blank, full stop. Don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Uh, you mean Yahweh will even deliver you? Uh, 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 deliver me this time? Go to Psalm seventy-one. Watch this. Psalm, and we gonna get we gonna get back a little of that. We gonna get back to a little of that storm. Psalm seventy-one twenty. Psalm seventy-one twenty. You. You which have shown me great and sore troubles that shall quicken me again and shall bring me up against 
from the deeps of the earth. From the depths. Depths of the earth. Uh-huh. You should bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Back in Corinthians. For uh, uh, Saul says something to the uh, Israelites in, in, in Corinth. And look what he said in the uh, fourth chapter, verse 17. Second Corinthians 4 and 17. Second Corinthians 4 and 17. <clears throat> for I like affliction, which is but for a moment, working for us a far more exceeding and eternal way of righteousness. Uh-huh. And for far more exceeding and eternal weight of honor of righteousness. Verse 7. Seven. But we have this treasure in earthly vessel, but the excellency of the power may be of Yahweh and not of us. Because mm -hmm. we ain't going to act right with no power. Mm -hmm. We ain't going to act right. That's why he said the excellency of the power be with Yahweh and not of us. Because we ain't going to act right. Okay, I got to do something to you. Verse 8, what does it say in 8? 8, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, perplexed, but not in despair. Verse 9. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast out, but not destroyed. You didn't die from it. You didn't die from If somebody get on the ignoramus thing on you, it didn't kill you. Uh, it didn't kill you. He said, listen, uh, we are perplexed, 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 but not in despair. Nine state. Persecuted, that means tormented, victimized, abused, uh, mistreated, uh, tortured, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Destroyed. You didn't die from whatever was done to you. Mm. So what we might be going through is a short step for a long step on. All seed royal along steppers. So what you might be going through is a short step for you, brother, sister. First Peter 4 and 12. First Peter, the fourth chapter, verse 12. All you got to do is open this book and Yahweh will speak to, you, speak to us now through the words of this book. First Peter 4 and 12. First Peter 4 and 12. Beloved, thinking not strange concerning the fire trial which is to try you mm. as though some strange thing happened unto you. Ain't nothing strange about the triers. Because the triers, mother said a little earlier, sister Hadassah said, they, they, this stuff is to try you. Brother Daniel B. Israel said, it's to refine you like fine gold. He said, what happened to my fine gold? How did they turn to earthly pictures? Because they adopted the world's thing. That's what happened. What did it say in 13? 13, but rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Yahweh's suffering, that when his honor shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Uh-huh. See, uh, but rejoice in much as you are uh, taking part or partaker of Yahweh the Son's suffering. And look at look look, look what you uh your belief uh your faith do, family. Eber, polluted tight of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 32. 11, 32 Hebrews. The 11th chapter, verse 32. Hebrews 11 and 32. 
32. And what shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell to the uh, Gideon of, of the uh, Barak and the Simeon and of Jothar, the day we also in Simeon and of the seers. And of the seers. Of the seers. Seers. Uh, yeah, seers. Uh, 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 plural, even though, uh, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, folks were, it's one, and, yeah, when Moses was out here, it was. But man, look, one man can't do all of this. Too many people on earth. You got to have some help. Because uh, other than that, you spin your wheels. Okay. Look at 2 Ezra 8 and 2. 2 Ezra 8 and 2. Second Esdras 8 and 2. I will tell thee a similar to Esdras, and when thou askest the earth, it shall say unto thee that it giveth much mold whereof earthen vessels are made, but little dust that gold cometh of. Even so is the course of this present world. Even so is the course of this present world. That's what we up against. This, he said, the whole world is out of order because Israel is out of order. And uh, Israel is not thinking about uh, the world as in other nations, but you got, you must think about your people, you know? And, and if, if people all nervous and crying, yeah, yeah, they, they might be going through because of disobedience, but they're still supposed to make you feel kind of bad. If you get happy seeing somebody in a coffin, something wrong with you. Cause you don't know how that person died. You don't know whether that person uh, uh, was keeping Torah or not. And you know if they weren't keeping Torah, not good. If they weren't keeping Torah, not good. Because see, Esau is doing a whole lot. In fact, go to Psalm 94 and 20. Psalm 94 and 20. They, they talking about that roll your sleeve up thing and this and that and the other. And, uh, and they do something to you mm -hmm. and won't nothing happen to them. This is why. Mm -hmm. Psalms 94 and 20. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with you, which frame in mischief by law? They make laws. Just to, to, ain't no point in you going to vote next time. They have enacted laws to disqualify your vote before the next election. Mm -hmm. And they've been working on that since the last one. Mm -hmm. This is the stuff that you're faced with that, 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 that we reassure you, you ain't got nothing coming with them. And you should funny even trying that. Verse 6, what is it? Verse 6, 94 and 6. 94 and 6. Uh -huh. 6. They slay the widows and strangers and murder the fatherless. And they kill everything in sight. Now, if you want to see some folk that don't care a whole lot about you, look at Esau. Hmm. Luke 12 and 10. That's why they, when you tell them straight out, you are not Israel. You can make it in, bro, but you're going to be on the porch. Ain't no point in sitting here lying to the people to make them feel good. And you know the Bible say they're not going to be in the temple with you. You can read that. But uh, well, we 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 just going to tell them that uh, to make them feel good. Hmm. Not good. Luke. Luke 12 and 10. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blaspheme against the righteous spirit, it shall not be forgiven. 
And if you call his truth a lie, and you call and you call his ministers spirits a lie, you are in trouble. Read levels. And when they bring you unto the temple, uh, the synagogue, and unto the magistrate and power, take you no thought how or what you shall speak. You should answer or what you shall say. Twelve. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you should, what you ought to say. See, that's how the righteous spirit works for us. We, we, everybody up in arms talking about the storm. Everybody up in arms talking about the the the, the pestilence. You play with the pestilence because of disobedience, and you must tell these people that, because that's the truth. Because you can read, you can read that in the, in, in the Bible. Second Ezra's. 1619. Second Ezra's 16, verse 19. Second Ezra's 16 and 19. 16 and 19 says, Behold, famine and plagues, tribulation, anguish are sent as whips, scorns for amendment. See, the man tell you right there. I said, I don't even think they named a tornado. Do they name tornadoes? I don't think so. They named hurricanes. But he said, I sent it. We read, we read last week, and it's, it's still over there. I don't think it's got erased out. He said, I sent it, and who can turn it back? If you listen to these bumping gums and talking heads, they'll make you believe they can turn it back. These are the same people that say, if you take the shot, you won't get the disease. Now, the people that has taken the shot are dying from the plague. Look, what Yahweh mean, he mean. And if you got Yahweh business straight, it ain't going to bother you no way. But if, you, if you're violating anyway, be afraid. That's what, he just, that's what Paul just said in 13 4. Uh, you need to be scared if you violate. But people are, are nervous now and, and, and needs buckling uh, because of the winds. You got some way bigger than wind to, to, to put, put some on your tail. Psalms 82 and 5. Malik Day, we made a statement over there. Let's see what he said. The 82nd Division, verse 5 of Psalm. 82 and 5. Uh -huh. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundation of the earth are out of course. Because Israel won't do its job. All the foundation of the earth is out of course. That is our responsibility. When you don't know no better, you can't do no better. But when you know this stuff, push the stuff that you know out of the Bible and not garbage. Mm. Jeremiah 23 and 10. Jeremiah 23 and 10. For the land is full of adulterers, for because of swearing, the land mourns. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up, and their course is evil, and their force is not right. Hmm. He said, listen, uh -huh. Uh -huh. for the land is full of what? Adulterers. Adulterers. So the land is full of evil. And until the people are told, listen, when, you, when you're doing uh, Islam Alenka, man, when you're doing praise the Lord Jesus Christ, man, now, let me go in the book and show you. Now, believe me when I say it. People want to hear the deal. 
You call people now, they like, I ain't got time to talk to you. I got to read the Bible. They scared. And if that's what it takes to keep you out there at fire, be scared on them. You need to be. All right? Because we're trying to stay out of the fire. Period. Uh, the brother said, man, look, I don't care if I'm a doorman in the kingdom, as long as I'm in the kingdom. I'm like, okay, that was well said. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and you're going to be a doorman because you ain't going to be in the temple with the rest of the Israelites. You're going to be in the courtyard. That's why he said, leave that porch undone. That's what they're going to be. Mm -hmm. That ain't nothing. That, look, at least you're in the kingdom. At least you're in now. And like, bro, bro, uh, you can't say, yeah, just a few smattering, few of them might make it through. Well, if you make it too, too good, if you don't, bad. Luke 21, 24. Luke 21, 24. Luke 21st chapter, verse 20, 21st chapter. Um, 21, 24. Yeah, yeah. 21, 24. Luke 21, 24. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Israel shall be tried down of the nations until the time of the nations be fulfilled. Until the time of the nations be fulfilled. So everything that we're going through, we got to go through. The word is being fulfilled. It might not be exciting. It might not be fun. It might not be a happy occasion. But you got to go through. Mm. See, these storms, family, they were prophesied in the Bible. The people haven't read the Bible. That's why they all discombobulated. Oh, no, my God, don't kill. Look, the man said, I kill. I make a lie. I wound. I bust your head. And I and I, and I I put some stitches in it. I send the doctor with some thread in his hand. All right? I do all these things, and ain't nobody with me. Believe the man for what he said, because he meant what he said. He said, I do all of this stuff. Show you his power. Enoch, 18, 14 through 16. Another example of Yahweh's power. He just talked about his power just a minute. And somebody want to talk about somebody else, that's all right too. Uh -huh. if, it, if it's in, in line with the book. Uh, what does it say? Uh, Enoch 18, uh -huh, and 14. 14. Uh -huh. Then the, the ministry spirit said to me, this place is the ultimate end of heaven and earth. It is the prison house for the stars and the power of heaven. Long read. 15. And the stars was rolled over upon the fire. They are the ones which have transgressed your Torah instructions of Yahweh. You mean this man persecuting the stars? He got a prison house for the stars? I ain't talking about, uh, uh, been, 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 uh, been, uh, what's the boy's name? Uh, you know, the actors are not them stars. <laughs> we talking about the ones that's up in the sky. You got a prison house for them. If you got a prison house for the stars, mm -hmm. if you can make rocks give up water, mm -hmm. don't you know that's a dangerous situation? That's a powerful man. Don't you know that's the ultimate power? Don't read. Read all Trans 16. Transgress the Torah instructions of Yahweh from the beginning of their rising because they did not arrive punctual. See, the, the stars mm -hmm. didn't, didn't, didn't arrive on time. And he put them in prison. And you think he planned? I don't see no plan in the story that we read. 16. And he was wroth, angry with them, and bound them until the time of the completion of their sin in the year of the mystery. In the year of the mystery. Esther. 1. 
and 13. Esther, 1 and 13. <clears throat> Esther, 1 and 13. Then the king said to the wise men, which knew the times, for so was the king's manner toward all that knew Torah and judgment. Uh-huh. See, the king said to the wise men, which knew the times, like they said over Matthew, your, uh, your, your eye busy cock looking in the sky. The sky is large and red, but you don't know what in the world going on around you. You don't know why storms hit. All you know, they say another one coming. And every time the, well, the storm hit, and every time the wind go up, knees stop knocking. If you got this man, this man got you. Mm -hmm. Leviticus 26 and 40. Leviticus 26 chapter, verse 40. Leviticus 26 and 40. If they shall, if they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers with their trespass, which they trespass against me, and that also they have walked contrary unto me. Uh, if they do that, he says, I got them. If they confess mm. their iniquity, the man, just like he did a, a Hezekiah, he knew what Hezekiah did, but he still wanted Hezekiah to tell him. Mm. And Hezekiah turned to the east and said, hey, I did this, I did this, give Hezekiah 15 more years. He already knew what Hezekiah had done, but he wanted Hezekiah to come off the high horse and say, look, man, I did this and I, and I did that. Spare me. And he's getting 15 more years. That is the kind of man we serve. Listen, you ain't got to worry about no plague. You ain't got to worry about none of that stuff. Uh -huh. When you're keeping Yahweh's business straight. That's right. That's for the world. That ain't for, that ain't for seed royal. Uh -huh. Judah 5, 15. Judah, the fifth chapter, verse 15. Judah 5 and 15. 5 and 15. Mm -hmm. Judah 5 and 15. So they dwelt in the land of the Ammonites, and they destroyed by their strength all them of Eastbourne and passed over Jordan. They possessed all the hills countries. Go read. And they cast forth before them the Canaanite, the Travisites, Jebusites, and the Sipamites and all the girl sites, they dwelled in that country many days, 17. And when they sinned not before their Yahweh, they prospered because Yahweh that hate iniquity was with them, 18. See, when you sin not before Yahweh, you prosper. And sometimes the prosperity don't come in ways you think it might, but you, the book say you still prosper. Uh, the Bible said, weeping, Job said, may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm -hmm. That new day, joy comes. Keep reading. Read all we do 21. Um, 18, but when they departed from the way which he appointed them, they were destroyed in many battles, very sore, and were laid captive into a land that was not theirs. And the temple of their Yahweh were cast to the ground and their cities were taken by the enemy. Glory. 19, but now are they returned to their Yahweh and are come upon, come up from the places where they were scattered and have possessed Israel, where their sanctuary is, and are seated in the hills country, for it was destroyed. 20, now therefore my Yahweh and governor 
if there be any error in this people and their sins against their Yahweh, let us consider that this shall be their ruin and let us go up and we shall overcome them. 21. But if there be no iniquity in this nation, let my Yahweh now pass by, lest their Yahweh defend them and their Yahweh be for them, and we become a reproach before all the world. Mm. 21. Oh. Uh -huh. Now, read 17 18 again. 17. And with their and while they sin not before Yahweh, they prosper because Yahweh that hated iniquity was with them. 18. But when they departed from the way which he appointed them, they were destroyed in many battles very sore and were led captive until into a land that was not theirs. And the temple of their Yahweh were cast to the ground and their cities were taken by the enemy. Uh, when they transgressed, when they sinned, all this stuff happened. Sometime, uh, you know, uh, Yahweh got this thing. He hit you when he get ready. Now, he said that he appointed you the way. The way he talking about family is the Bible. He said, I appointed you the way. I appointed you the oracles, my oracles. That's what I appointed you, the way. That's why these folk can't, uh, well, I tell you what, I'm partly with you and I'm partly with that. An unstable man or woman are unstable in all their ways. Mm -hmm. So we can read scripture that tell us that they're going to do that. that that's not, not unusual. Uh, Job, uh, now let, let me go to Isaiah 30 and uh, 19. Isaiah 30 and 19. Isaiah 30 and 19. 30 and 19. Uh -huh. For the people. For the people shall dwell in the city of Dewi. You shall weep no more. He will be very favorable unto you at the voice of your cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer. 21, I mean 20. Read all the way through 21. Verse 20. 20. And though Yahweh give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not the teachers be removed into the corners anymore, but your eyes shall see your teachers. 21. And your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, this is the way, walk you in it. When you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. See, examine what is written in your manuscript. And all you got to do is examine what's written. It ain't about no big preaching this. And don't let nobody tell you that. I'm number one. I'm number one. Listen, it ain't about no, you know, if you're number one, get, let's see what you can do. If you're number one, this stuff, uh, this stuff uh, 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 that the word got to offer shouldn't move you. You can't play these games and do everything. And, uh, and uh, you know, number two is just the the, the, the first first loser, right? <laughs> uh, so being number one is is you know it's okay. It, it's it 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 it's what's it self in, in what you, what they call it uh, ingratiating. That's what it, you're so you 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 know you feel good about yourself and uh, you want you want to brag, brag a little bit and beat you and beat the chest a little bit. Oh, that's okay. Paul did that too. That you know, he also do that kind of stuff. But don't get carried away with it. And when you get carried away with it, it become become nauseating. It becomes sickening because the narrative, uh, you know, 
fit a lot of people. So uh, Isaiah 49, 14. Isaiah 49, 14. These people, uh, when you're trying to teach um, a lot of di different subjects in one lesson, you know, people might hear one thing to turn them off, but it might be good for the next person. Hmm. So when you're about, well, it, it, uh, it should excite you and ignite you, the narrative to do Yaqua's business. That's what we got to do because uh, this man is, is letting you know, I'm on the way back here. I don't know what I got to do to get your attention. The storms ain't doing it. The plague ain't doing it. They say, well, uh, take the shot. You take the shot and then go group up in an auditorium with 30,000 people. Nick, mouth full of uh, virus, COVID or whatever, you know, they, they want to name it. But he said, look, I sent it. Who's going to send it back? Who's going to send it back and return the sender? You ain't going to do nothing but make this man slap your teeth all the way out your mouth through the back of your head, playing with him, because this is not a joke guy. He don't play no games at all. He said, you know, in the beginning, I was a steering man. You know I was a serious man. And you come to me with that garbage. That's garbage. You know I was a, 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 a sincere man. I tell you, what, you give me them two pennies you got, and, and, and let me give it to the guy that I gave the dime to, because he's productive. He's trying to make something happen for Israel and, and, and not just for himself. Uh, I got a lot more this to, to speak on, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, brother uh uh, uh Yakar, I'm sure you got something to say. We're gonna listen to him for a bit and then um, and then we'll we'll just see how that go. And uh, I'm gonna say Yaqua do y'all, Yaqua bless everybody, and I'm glad to, glad to see everybody that's up in here and the ones that are not up in here, I'm glad for them too, if they still breathing. That's a blessing to be alive. Uh, Brother Yakop, you got some things you might want to say? Uh, is he his Yes, name? sir. I'm here. Hey, all right. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, well, give us a couple of words, bro. So, and um, and we just, you know, proceed from there. Just be spirit led, bro. And, and you got the microphone. All right. I want to start off with saying shalom, everybody, and Yahweh be with y'all. Yahweh mm -hmm. bless you. And I thank Yahweh for blessing us to be here on his Sabbath day. Yeah. Hope and all get some edification through his word because it's through Yahweh that we get all our understanding and our wisdom. So yeah. we got always trust in him in all of our ways. So with that being said, um, I'm gonna um, kind of ride with you on that, you know, uh, with Israel being you know, we need to put some respect on the name of Israel because we are the, the, the world and say the earth was, was created for our sake. That's right. Let's go to Isaiah 43 and 5. Isaiah 43 and 5. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. Uh-huh. Yahweh said, I'm going to gather you. Go ahead. Six, I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back, bring my sons from far, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Now you see how I say he gonna, he gonna uh, say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back? Well, where we at? We in North America and South America. We in the north and the south, and that's where we gonna be gathered from. So don't pack your bags and move to, to, um, to Ganda, huh? Don't pack your bags and move to Nigeria. Don't do that. Let Yaqua get you. Go ahead and read. 
come far in my daughters from the ends of the earth. Seven, even every one that is called by my name, for I have created him for my honor. I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. Yaqua say he made us and created us for his honor. Yeah. I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. Let's go to Genesis 1 and 26 and look at the making of uh, what what let's kind of touch on what he's talking about a little bit. Genesis 1 and 26. Genesis 1 and 26. And Yahweh said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Go ahead. 27. So Yahweh created man in his own image. In the image of Yahweh created he him. Male and female created he them. So we read, we read about the creation of man right there. And then Yahweh put uh, everything under the man, whether it be the fish of the sea, the cattle, the fowls of the air, everything Yahweh gave to the man. Let's go to skip over one chapter and let's go to Genesis 2 and pick it up at verse 5. Genesis 2 and 5. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, every herb of the field before it grew. For Yahweh had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Oh, okay. So this is a different, this this a different earth? Oh, what, what are we talking about right here? Go ahead and read. Skip down to seven. Seven. Yahweh formed man of dust of the ground, and he breathed, he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the man here became a living soul. So we read man in the first chapter of Genesis, and now we're reading about man being created or being having the, the breath breathe into his nostrils in the second book of Genesis. Now, some people say, well, it was a six-day creation, and, uh, and and Adam was created on another day, and, you know, we let the Bible talk about all of it and put it together. Psalms 104 and 23. Let's look at what it's saying. Psalms 104 yes, and, 23. and 23. Men go forth unto his work. Into his labor until the evening. Uh huh. Skip down to 28. It say, Man go forth unto his work and his labor until the evening. 28. That you give it them, they gather. You open thy hand, they are filled with good. Uh huh. 29. You hide as your face, they are troubled. You take it away their breath, they die and return to their dust. And return to the dust. If the breath if Yahweh take the breath away, you return to the dust, 30. You send forth my spirit. They are created. You renewest the face of the earth. So he said he sent us forth his spirit. They are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. Well, we just read that in Genesis, the second chapter. That's the same thing. Psalms, David just gave us the same thing we could read in Genesis, the second chapter. And Genesis, the first chapter. Let's go to Job 27 and 2. Job 27, 2. As Yahweh liveth, who have taken away my judgment? And the Almighty, who have vaxed my soul? Uh-huh, go ahead. All the while my breath is in me, and the spirit of Yahweh is in my nostrils. Go ahead. My lips shall not speak wickedness. 
nor my tongue utter deceit. So long as that spirit of Yahweh, Job says, in him and is in his nostril, his lips shall not speak wickedness, nor his tongue utter deceit. Hmm. Okay, let's go to Wisdom of Solomon 7 and 24, because there's something important about this breath that's in the man's nostril. Wisdom of Solomon 7 and 24. Wisdom of Solomon 7 and 24. For wisdom is more moving than any motion. She passes and goeth through all things by reason of her pureness. Mm, okay, 25. For she is the breath of the power of Yahweh and a pure influence flowing from the honor of the Almighty. Therefore, can no defiled thing fall unto her. So that's why Job said as long as this breath was in him, which is the wisdom of Yahweh, his lips shall not speak wickedness, nor tongue utter deceit. Because we read that this breath is the power of Yahweh and a pure influence flowing from the from the, the righteousness of Yahweh. Therefore, can no defiled thing fall into it. Genesis 2 and 7. Let's go back to the beginning. Genesis 2 and 7. And Yahweh formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So Yahweh gave a man wisdom. Nine. Nine. And out of the ground made Yahweh to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also is in also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Okay, so now we got two trees there that's different from the other trees. 16. 16. And Yahweh commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden you may eat, you may freely eat. Uh-huh, go ahead. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat it thereof, you shall surely die. You shall surely die. Now, see, this whole book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, that book is so full of metaphors. It's a hard book to understand. And it's so hard to understand that they gave us all sorts of fairy tales about this book, about eating an apple and talking to snakes and all kind of can on. Because the book is hard to understand, just like the book of Revelation is hard to understand. See, the first and the last book of the King James Bible is the two hardest books to get some understanding in. Proverbs 7 and 1. Proverbs 7 and 1. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with you. Uh-huh, go ahead. Keep my commandments and live. And my Torah as the apple of thy eye. So we know, we read that if we keep Yahweh's commandments, that we're going to live because that is life. Keeping the Torah is guaranteed to give you life. Maybe not in the flesh body, but eternal life in the spiritual body. We can read that. So the tree that they said that when Eve said, uh, well, this tree we can't eat of and that tree we can't go, we're going to surely die. We'll get to it. Proverbs 21 and 16. Proverbs 21 and 16. The man that wandered out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. So when that wisdom is from you and you lose that understanding, then you are considered spiritually dead. You're in the congregation of the dead. 
because you walking without Yahweh being with you. That wisdom will flee from you. Now let's go to Genesis 3 and pick it up at verse 2. 3 and 2, Genesis. The woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Go ahead. 3, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Yahweh have said, you shall not eat of it. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Go on here. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. He said, you ain't going to surely die. Well, he was right. You wasn't going to die right then at that moment. Go ahead and read. Five, for Yahweh does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and you shall be as idols, knowing good and evil. Uh, okay, so we know that this tree will give you understanding and wisdom and then your eyes will be open and then you will be, you will have power like, uh, let's say, a Yahweh on earth from eating from this tree. I wonder what kind of fruit that was, but go ahead and read. Six. And when a woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eye and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took other... She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Now, when we're talking about eating, we every time, when we say eating, it just don't mean with your mouth. You consume more through your five senses. I learned that in Micaiah's class this week. We went over the five senses. Those five <laughs> senses, you learn more through those five senses. And, the, and that main one is your eyes. Your eyes and your ears is what you learn the most from. Not eating. That's last. Before you eat something, the first thing you do is see it. Then you touch it and smell it before you taste it. So when he's talking about eating, it ain't always talking about what you consuming in your mouth. But a lot of times we talking about what you eating is what you see and what you hear. As a man thinketh, so shall he be. Now, let's go to... Uh, well, where you left off at on that? Genesis 3 and 6. That was 6. Let's go to Ezekiel. Let's go to Ezekiel 31 and 3. Ezekiel 31 and 3. Look, the Assyrian was a cedar in Lebanon with fair branches and with a shadowing shod of a high stature. And his top was among the thick broth. So we're talking about the Assyrians, and Yahweh is using the Assyrians. Well, he going he gonna put a metaphor out here talking about the Assyrians and relate them to Adam. Okay, go ahead and read. For the waters made him great, the deep set him up on high, with her rivers running round about his plants. And sent out her little rivers until all the trees of the field. Now the trees of the field that we're talking about the Syrian, it said the Syrian was like a cedar in Lebanon with fair branches. And the waters made him great. The waters made this one tree, the Syrian nation made them great. And then they sent out her little rivers and all the trees to all the other trees of the field, meaning what the Assyrians did, the other trees did. Because the Assyrians were so great that the other nations, they learned from the Assyrians. Go ahead and read. Five. Therefore, his height was 
exalted above all the trees of the field, and its broths were multiplied, and its branches became long because of the multitude of water when he shot forth. So the, because of the multitude or the wisdom or the understanding that he shot forth the Assyrians to all the other nations, that made him even, even higher. It exalted him even higher. Just like with the Egyptians, because they built all them big pyramids and had all of that, you know, the understanding and the wisdom. So they thought at the time that made them the most powerful nation at that time, because all the other nations flocked to them for everything that they needed. Go ahead and read. Six, all the fowls of heaven made their nests in, the, in his broth, and under his branches did all the beasts of the field bring forth their young. And under his shadow dwelt all great nations. Under the shadow of the Sirius dwelt all the great nations, because the Sirius was the top of the heap. Seven. Thus was he fair in his greatness, and the length of his length of his branches, for his root was by great waters. Uh huh. Go ahead. Eight. The cedars in the garden of Yahweh could not hide him. The fir trees were not like his broth. And the chestnut trees were not like his branches, nor any tree in the garden of Yahweh was like unto him in his beauty. Oh, so it's relating the Assyrians to these trees that was in the garden of Eden. And it says that the trees that was in the garden couldn't hide him because his beauty was better than all the other trees. We're talking about nations. Nine. I have made him far by the multitude. I made him fair. Oh, sorry. I have made him fair by the multitudes of his branches, so that all the trees of Eden that were in the garden of Yahweh envy him. So all the trees, well, we know trees can't envy man. Trees don't envy man. So all the trees, meaning all the nations, envy Adam. Just like all the nations envy the Assyrians. Ten. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, because you have lifted up thyself in height, and he have shot up his top among the thick broth, and his mind is lifted up in his height. Go here. 11. I have therefore delivered him into the hand of the mighty one of the nations. He shall surely deal with him. I have driven him out, of, out from his wickedness. For his wickedness. So just like Adam was kicked out, because of his wickedness, he telling uh, Ezekiel to prophesy to the Syrians that they going to be kicked down and brought down because of the same thing. Because they, it said at, th at 10, because thou has lifted up thyself in height, meaning you done got high mind. You done got high mind and then you done stepped off from Yahweh. And he had shot up his top among the thick bowls. That means he done got over all nations and now his head, he done got high-minded in his head and his mind is lifted up in his height. So Yahweh said, therefore, I'm going to drive him out because he done turned into wickedness. Twelve. And strangers, the terrible of the nations, have cut him off and have left him. Upon the mountains and all the valleys, his branches are fallen and his rocks are broken by all the rivers of the land and all the people of the earth are going down from his shadows. And that's and that's see, and that's the same thing that happened to Israel. Israel waxed fat and kicked. And because of that, the 
the strangers and all the terrible nations have cut off Israel and left him. And upon the mountains, meaning upon all the other nations, his branches, meaning his people, his children, are fallen. The branches are your seed, your children. That's why when they show that tree of life and they show, um, you know, what they do to ancestors and all of that, they always use that tree because each branch is a different generation that comes from your family. It's the same thing as what Yahweh explaining right here. Go ahead and read. 13. Upon his ruin shall all the fowls of the heavens remain, and all the beasts of the field shall be upon his branches. And all the beasts of the field going to be upon his branches, mean upon his children. Let's go from there. Mark 8 and 21. Mark 8, 21. And he said unto them, how is it that you do not understand? He said, Yahweh the son said, how is it he talking to his apostles, his disciples? He said, how is it that y'all don't understand when I'm making this so simple? Go ahead, 22. 22, and he said to Bathsheba. And, and he comments to Bathsheba. And they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. Uh-huh, go ahead. 23, and he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he has spit on his eyes and put his hand upon him, he asked him if he saw off. He asked the man after he spit on his eyes. He said, man, can you see anything? 24. And he looked up and said, I see man as trees. He see walking. what? Man as trees walking. He see men as trees walking. Okay, 25. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up, and he was restored. And he saw every man clearly. Then he saw every man clearly. So when the scripture's talking about trees, sometimes it's a metaphor for men or nations. Isaiah 43 and 5. Isaiah 43 and 5. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. Go ahead. 6. I will say to the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. So Yahweh said he going to collect his people. He know exactly where we at. He know exactly what we're going through. And if you be with him, he going to find you wherever you at. But he ain't never told his people to go into no other place and hide and think you're going to get away from Esau's will. It ain't going to happen. You mess around and leave here. Like the brother I was talking to earlier today, he said him and his wife was thinking about moving somewhere to some country in Africa because he was tired of the Babylonian system, all this stuff Esau doing. But see, these countries you're talking about going to, they got mandates as well. And you mess around going there, they got a different policy than, than they do here. Boy, they will throw you in a hole. You think Esau put you in the cage. You mess around and wind up in some of these countries. Boy, these people will throw you in a hole and won't nobody find you. Because mm. you leave here unvaccinated. You get that once you get off that plane, they ain't letting you in there unless you vaccinate. 
Now you try to turn around and come back here. Well, guess what? You can't come from there here unless you vaccinate. So now where you going to go? Now you just stuck. Huh? Don't nobody. You can't get in nowhere. That's how the man got this thing locked down. You can't escape this. That's why Yahweh said, sit still. I know where you're at. I'm going to collect my people from where they at. Go ahead and read. Seven. Seven. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my honor. I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. Yahweh said, I formed them and I made them. Let's go to Luke 3 and 23. Because, see, this thing that we under this banner called Israel, we need to put more respect on that, on who we are and where we come from. Because we come from a powerful name and some powerful people. Because our sins, we have lost a lot of that power. But through repentance, we can start getting that power back. Luke 3 and 23. Luke 3 and 23, and Yahweh the son himself began to be about 30 years of age, being as was supposed, the son of Joseph, which was the son of Haley. Of Eli, go ahead, 24. Which was the son of Methat, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Meshach, which was the son of Jana, which was the son of Joseph. Uh-huh, skip down to 34. 34, which was the son of Israel, which was the son of Isaac, which was the son of Abraham, which was the son of Terah, which was the son of Necker. Of Nacor. Nacor. 37. Which was the son of Methuselah, which was the son of Enoch, which was the son of Jared, which was the son of Malia, which was the son of Canaan. Now, what we read here, we read a lineage. We read a bloodline of people. 38. 38, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of Yahweh. So Adam was the son of Yahweh, and this is his bloodline. So all of these people will be naming through these generations are the sons of Yahweh. That's how powerful just being under that banner, Israel, that means you're the son of Yahweh. 2nd Ezra 6 and 54. Second Ezra 6 and 54. And after these, Adam also, whom you made as Yahweh of all creatures, of him come we all, and the people also whom you have chosen. So this Adam, the one that Yahweh said is the son of Yahweh, he made him a Yahweh over all the creatures. Of him come we all, and the people also of him whom thou hast chosen. We just read some of the lineage, the bloodline of those people. Exodus 7 and 1. Exodus 7 and 1. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, See, I have made you a Yahweh to Pharaoh, and Aaron, thy brother, shall be thy seer. See, so not just Adam. He made a Yahweh. He made Moshe a Yahweh as well. And then made his brother Aaron a seer. That ain't no small step down neither. That's big as well. Psalms 82 and 5. See, this bloodline we come from is powerful. It's power in it. 
and we need to get back in it all the way and tap into our power. And that's why Esau trying so hard to keep us from recognizing the power that we have, the power that's in that name. He don't want you saying that name because the minute you come out and say, wait a minute, we the real Israelites. Boy, they cancel everything about you. Shut down this, shut down that. Make you come on TV and apologize and say, that ain't, I was wrong. Make you look shameful because they don't want the people to know who we are. But yet it's coming out anyway. Go ahead. Psalms 82 and 5. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundation of the earth are out of course. And that's why the brother was bringing this out. All the foundations of the earth are out of his course. Why? Because Israel ain't in this natural space. That's why the earth is out of its course, because the earth was made for Israel. Six. I have said, you are Yahweh's, and all of you are the children of Yahweh. And we just read that in Luke, the third chapter. Go ahead. Seven. But you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. But we all die like regular men. And falling like princes, princes of the air, falling like unrighteous folks. We dying left and right and dying and leaving the earth and still don't know who you are. You coming in the earth not knowing and then you leaving the earth not knowing. John 10 and 33. John 10 and 33. And the Israelites answered him saying, for a good work, we stone you not, but for blasphemy, and because that you, being a man, maketh yourself Yahweh. And what Yahweh the son say? Yahweh the son answered them, it is not written in your Torah. It is, is it not written? He asking them a question. Is it not written in your Torah that I said that you are Yahweh's? 35. If he called them Yahweh's, unto whom the word of Yahweh came, and the scriptures cannot be broken. Because Yahweh's word cannot return back void. So if he said that we was Yahweh's, and we the son of Yahweh, and we come through that lineage, then that's the same thing. That don't change. It can't change. Second Ezra 5 and 52. Second Ezra 5 and 52. Say unto her, wherefore are unto they whom you have now brought forth like those that were before, but less of a stature. He said, but see, we become less of a stature, meaning through the generations, we are constantly losing the power that we had from the beginning. We are becoming less in stature through every generation. Go ahead and read. 53. And she answered you, they that be born in the strength of youth are one fashion. And they that are born in the time of age, when the womb felleth, are otherwise. Go ahead. 54. Consider you therefore also how that you are less of a stature than those that were before you. Go ahead. She just confirmed it. Go ahead. 
and so are they that come after you less than you, as the creatures which now being to be old and have passed over the strength of you. So every generation, we are becoming less and less of stature that we was from the beginning. Let's go to Baruch 3 and 24. Baruch 3 and 24. Oh, Israel, how great is the house of Yahweh, and how large is the place of his possession? Go ahead. 25, great, and have none in, high and unmeasurable. Go ahead. 26, there were giants famous from the beginning, and there was so great stature and so expert in war. So we're reading about these giants that was in the beginning. That was, he said that they were these giants that was famous from the beginning. That was so great in stature and so expert in war. Go ahead and read. 27. Those did not Yahweh choose. Neither gave he the way of knowledge unto them. Oh, he didn't choose them, no. But he chose another people. 28. But they were destroyed because they have no wisdom and perish through their own foolishness. Now, we just read that in the book of Genesis when it said that he put the breath of life in the Adam. We read that the breath was the wisdom and that the giants, he didn't give them the breath, but he destroyed them because they didn't have the breath. They didn't have the wisdom and they perished through their own foolishness. Genesis 6 and 2. Genesis 6 and 2. That the son of Yahweh saw daughters of men that were fair, and they took them wives all of all which they chose. Go ahead. 3. And Yahweh said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. So the time a man got cut down because the time Adam and lived, they lived 900 plus years. And through each generation, the numbers start dwindling down. But we see that the statue of the man start getting weaker and weaker through the generations. And when we get to Genesis, the sixth chapter, through the mixing of the other nations, Yahweh cut the time all the way down to 120 years. Go ahead and read. Four, there were giants in the earth in those days. But Ruth just confirmed that. Go ahead. And also after that, when the sons of Yahweh came into the daughters of man, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. Men of renown, five. And Yahweh said, I mean, Yahweh saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his mind was only evil continuing. We just read that in Baruch. Baruch 3 and 28 said, but they were destroyed because they had no wisdom and perished through their own foolishness. Because Yahweh didn't put knowledge in those, in those nations that we mixed in with those nations and then he cut all the people's time down because we mixed in with those nations. Psalms 90 and 9. Psalms 90 and 9. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. Go ahead. The days of our 
years are three score years in 10. So wait a minute. We read in Genesis, we had 120 years. Now, by the time David is speaking here in Psalms 90 of the chapter, the 90th chapter of Psalms, he said, we down to 70 years. Three score and 10 years is 70 years. And go ahead. And if by reason of strength, they be four score years. And if, if you got some strength in you, you might make it to 80. Go ahead. Yet is there strength, labor, and sorrow? For it is soon cut off, and we fly away. And we fly away. Man, you give up the ghost. See how the man time has been cut down through generation, through pawn generations. Second Ezra 7 and 20, because we read when it said that the stature of man, we don't have the same stature that we used to be. We used to be way taller, way stronger, live longer. But that stature, because of sin, we lost it and we steady losing. We got people not dying. Some of them died, don't even never even make it out the womb. Some of them died in the womb, and then you got kids dying two years old, five years old. People getting shot up, 15, 16 year olds. Ecclesiastes 7 and 17. Second, did you want second Ezra? Yeah, give me second Ezra 7 and 20. Second Ezra 7 and 20. For there be many that perish in this life. Because they despise the Torah of Yahweh that is said before them. 49. 49. For what profit is it to us if there be promised us an, imm an immortal time, whereas we have done the work that brings death? The works bring death. The works we do in the sin bringeth forth death. That's why I said that. If we promise immortal, if we promise immortality, what good is it? Because the works that we doing is bringing us death. We was made, man was created to be immortal. Man was never made to die. Man was created to live forever. But through the sins, man has brought death into the life. And the years through more sin is getting cut off. And the stature of the man is getting weaker and weaker as we go. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 7 and 17. Ecclesiastes 7 and 17. Be not overmuch wicked, neither be you foolish. Why should you die before your time? Why should you die before your time? So we all got a set time, but you can speed your time up. Through wickedness, being foolish, you can speed up your time. That number that Yahweh gave you to live, that number what we read about in Psalms, that number we read about in Genesis, from that 120 years to that 70, 80 years, you can speed that time up through wickedness, through foolishness, like we read how those same men of stature, how they lost their time because of wickedness. Let's go back to Genesis 1 and pick it up at verse 28 and see how other statues, how other things that was taken from us and made us even weaker as we go on. Genesis 1 and 28. Genesis 1 and 28. And Yahweh blessed them, and Yahweh said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, 
and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So Yahweh gave the man power over everything on the earth. Skip over the, the second chapter and pick it up at 19. Two and 19. And out of the ground, Yahweh formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them into Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So Yahweh made Adam king, ruler of Yahweh over all that was on the earth, including all of the creatures. Now let's go to Genesis 9 and 1. Now this is after the flood, and all that was left was Noah and his three sons and they four wives, eight souls. And out of these eight souls, Yahweh took some more away from the man. Brought that stature down even lower. Genesis 9 and 1. Genesis 9 and 1. And Yahweh blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Go ahead. 2. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be among every beast of the earth, upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea into your hand are they delivered. So it's kind of like the same thing that he told Adam. But go ahead and skip down to verse 5. Five. Surely your blood of your life will I require at the hands of every beast, will I require it, and at the hands of man, at the hands of every man's brother, will I require the life of a man. But now... You ain't king over the beast no more. Now the beast gonna bite back. Huh? Now the beast gonna fight back. In Adam's time, you didn't have to worry about a lion coming and, and biting you and killing you. You didn't have to worry about a bear killing you. But after the flood, he said, you know what? Now I'm gonna require your life through these beasts. And the beast going to be afraid of you because y'all going to kill each other. See? The man's stature got even less because beforehand, the beast, the man didn't have to worry about the beast. He didn't have to worry about snakes. He didn't have to worry about killing mosquitoes or any honeybees or anything else that can kill a man. He didn't have to worry about it. But now, after the flood, things unchanged. The man ain't got that stature no more. See how we was made to be Yahweh's, but then we start dying like princes. We start dying like regular folks because through our sin, Yahweh steady taking, steady peeling away, steady taking away. Second Ezra 3 and 21. Second Adam was three and twenty-one. For the first Adam bearing a wicked mind transgressed and was overcome, so be all they that are born of him. And all of them that be born of him uh, skip up to seven. Seven. And unto him you gave his commandment 
to love your way, which he transgressed, and immediately you appointed death in him and in his generation, of whom came nations, tribes, people, and kindred out of number. Out of number 22. 22. Thus, infirmity was made permanently, and the law also in the mind of the people was the malignity of the root, so that the good departed away and the evil abode still. Now you're walking around with evil in your mind. The evil is there. That's why um, Saul said every time he did good, the evil was present. When he wanted to do good, it's a voice saying, man, you know, you could just go and take this money. When he wanted to help the lady put her bags in the car, he said, man, you know what? I could really just take the car, the groceries, and her purse. The evil is present when you do good because you got that evil abode still in your mind from Adam's transgression. Read 20. 20. And yet took you not away from them a wicked mind, that your Torah might bring forth fruit in them. So he didn't take away the wicked from your mind. See how you constantly being broken down from that Yaqwali status? Now you being brought lower and lower through wickedness, through sin. Let's go to John 14 and 23. John 14, 23. Yahweh the Son answered said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make out our bowl with him. If your man keep Torah instruction, Yahweh will abode with that man. But see, with that malignant mind, with that wickedness in your mind, it got a battle now. Now your mind is in a battle to do right or wrong or whether Yahweh gonna dwell with you. You didn't have that before. But see, as you constantly get that you losing that stature that you was from the beginning, now that stature is getting harder and harder to follow. Look at how much wickedness is in the world now. It, they making it harder and harder to keep Torah. They making it harder and harder to follow Yahweh. They making it hard to do what's right because they making what's wrong seem so right. They make the wrong look right because it's so plentiful and it's everywhere. It's deception. Ezekiel 16 and 8. Ezekiel 16 and 8. And we're going to read about how Yahweh took some more from us. Go ahead. Now when I passed by you and looked upon you, look, thy time was the time of love, and I spread my skirt over you and covered thy nakedness. Yeah, I swear unto you and entered into the co a covenant with you, says Yahweh, and you became mine. Go ahead. Now, then watch I 
you with water. Yeah, I thoroughly washed away the blood from the from you, and I anointed you with oil. So he took you from filth and anointed you with oil, washed you clean, ten. I clothed you also with the broader work, and showed you with the badger skin, and girded you about with fine linen, and covered you with silk. Now, you know how the soon as a black person gets some money, the first thing they do is, man, they got to look the part. When white folks have all the money they can put their hands on and wear the same shoes, leaning over to the side with a hole in they ain't got no class. No. They don't know how to, they don't know how to dress. You know why? Because it ain't for them. You know what's for them? That cave that they came out of. See? But when that black man get a tenth of that money, boy, he be sharp as a rat turd. Go ahead and read. <laughs> <laughs> you know a rat turd is pointy at the tips. Huh? Y'all ain't never seen no mice turd? They pointy at the tips. That's what you mean, boy, that boy sharp as a mice turd. Go ahead. Eleven, I deck you also with ornaments. You gotta be from the projects, you know that kind of stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I put bracelets upon thy <laughs> and a chin on thy neck. So he decked them with ornaments, put braces on them, put chains on their necks. Ain't this sad? See, you you can read this Bible and know who the people of Israel is. Because we the only people that do this. <laughs> Soon as we get a look paper. Mm. Boy, you got to go get freshly dipped. Go mm. ahead and read. Twelve. And I put a jewel upon thy forehead, and earrings in thy ear, and a beauty, beautiful crown upon thy head. Go ahead. Thus was you decked with gold and silver, and your raiment was a fine linen and silk and borderwork. You did eat fine flour and honey and oil, mm -hmm. and you wasn't you was exceedingly beautiful, and you did proper into a kingdom. And you prospered into a kingdom. So Yahweh said he did that. I gave you all of that. That remind me of this joke Richard Pryor said. He said, uh, he said they they remember, he remember his granddad was telling them when they was on the plantation. And he said uh, the the so-called Nasa came out and gave them some clothes to put on. And he say, man, he gave them some old rags and stuff. And he say, man, they came out that next morning and, and, and the old overseer and all of them came out to put the people to work. And them folks come out there, man, they had took them rags, man, and had, man, had laid on them rags and got the creases up out of them, had it all folded up nice and neat, was sharp as they can be. Boy, they got mad. Say, take them rags up off, take them clothes off them niggas. We can't have niggas out here looking better than us. We done gave them rags. They turned the rags and made the rags look good. But that's how Israel do. We take rags and make rags look good. Because Yahweh gave us that. That's why when you get a little paper, you're going to make sure you look good. You can't get no Israelite no paper and don't think they ain't going to shine. Go ahead and read. 14. Y'all see him on the news, brother be sitting there on the news with an earring. They can't keep the camera on his face. The earring cutting and cutting all the camera all up. They're like, man, well, you got to cut it. The earring just killing us here. You're blinding us. 
Ezekiel 16, 14, go ahead. And thou renown went forth among the nations for thy beauty, for it was perfect through my comings, which I have put forth, I mean, put upon you, says Yahweh. So Yahweh said, I put that beauty on you. I gave you that, and you was perfect through my comings. Now let's go to Isaiah 3 and 18. Isaiah 3 and 18. In the day that Yahweh will take away the bravery of thy tinkling ornaments about their feet, their calls and their round tires like the moon. He's going to take away all of them ornaments and all them hair, you know, them hair wraps, you know, because Israel ladies, Israelite ladies that used to have some, some hair wraps for that will put any nation to shame. Huh? They said a queen of, uh, 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 Ethiopia came there. She told Solomon, she said, boy, not only is you sharper than what I ain't never seen nobody be, even your service is sharp. Go ahead and read. 19. 19. The chains and bracelets and the mufflers. 20. The bonnets and the ornaments of the legs and the headbands and the tablets, and the earrings. Yaqua say he gonna take all of that. Go ahead. 21, the rings and the nose jewelry. 22, the changeable suits of apparel, and the, the mantles, and the wimps, and the crisping pins. The crisping pins? Even they, the crisping pins, you know, that's what you, you, you know, when you stack your hair up, you use the crisping pins. The crisping pins probably was full of jewels. Go ahead. 23. Yahweh said he going to take away all of that fine thing in Ezekiel that he said he decked us with. He said, I'm going to take all that from you. Go ahead, 25. 25. Your men shall fall by the sword and thy mighty in the war. And that's what we're doing right now. Our men are falling by the sword and our mighty men in wars. Wars that ain't even ours. Wars that ain't got nothing to do with you. Our mighty men is falling in the wars that don't have nothing to do with us. And our men are falling by the sword throughout the face of this earth. All four corners. 26. Her gates shall lament and mourn, and she, being desolate, shall sit upon the ground. And our gates shall lament and mourn, and we, being desolate, we sitting on the ground. We the lowest of the low. And how we come from the high when he said that we was going to be above all nations and through our beauty, all nations flock to us. Now we sitting on the ground. Ecclesiastes 10 and 6. Let's see what the wise man of the Bible has to say about it. Ecclesiastes 10 and 6. Folly is set in great dignity and the rich sit in low place. Go ahead. Seven. I have seen servants upon horses 
and princes walking as servants upon the earth. And that's what we read about. The servants, the caveman, he owned the horses. And the princes, the sons of Yahweh, is walking as servants upon the earth in sackcloth. Revelations 2 and 9. Revelations 2 and 9. I know thy works in tribulations, in poverty, but you are rich. Uh huh. He said what? But you are rich. But we are rich. And we read 10 and 16 Ecclesiastes. He said, folly is set in great dignity, and the rich sit in low places. The rich is sitting low. And Yahweh the Son said, I know your poverty and your tribulation, but y'all are rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Israelites and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. So it's the synagogue of Satan that's sitting on the horses while the rich is walking in sackcloth. Isaiah 1 and 24. Isaiah 1 and 24. Therefore said Yahweh, the Yahweh of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, ah, I will ease me of my adversaries and avenge me, my enemies. Go ahead. 25. And I will turn my hand upon you and purely purge away your dross and take away all your tin. Go on here. 26. And I will restore your judges as at the first and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you shall be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Go ahead. 27. The city of David shall be redeemed with judgment and her covers with righteousness. So Yahweh said he going to redeem us out of this because Yahweh the one that did it. He the one that brought us down to the lower state. He said, I'm going to take away all that that I debt you with and I'm going to bring you down and make you sit on the ground because of your wickedness. See how our stature it became so low? We don't have the same stature we had in the beginning. But the scripture said, if Yahweh said you are Yahweh's, the scripture can't be changed. And that's why he said he's going to redeem us. Jeremiah 30 and 17. Jeremiah 30 and 17. For I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds, says Yahweh, because they called you an outcast, saying, this is Israel. Who no man seeketh out. This is Israel who no man seeketh out. Like I said, you could read this Bible and it'll point directly to who the children of Israel is. We the children of Israel whom no man seeketh after. Don't nobody care about what they do to you. They say, man, they had the one woman, the police raiding the house, a woman standing there naked. They wouldn't even put a sheet on her. Let her stand up naked and then threw something on her and then let it flap over. She handcuffed, can't even keep it closed. And they standing right there and was in the wrong house. 18. Thus says Yahweh, look, I will, send, I will bring again the captivities of Israel's tents and have mercy on its dwelling places. And the city shall be built upon her own heap and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. Go here. 
and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will also honor them and they shall not be small. Go here. Their children also shall be a foretime. Be as a foretime. And their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish all that oppress them. So he said, we going to be like as a foretime. He going to give us that stature that we started with. He going to get it back. Isaiah 11 and 5. Isaiah 11 and 5. And the righteousness and righteousness shall be the girded of his loins and the faithfulness that girded of his room. Of, room, of his reigns. Go ahead. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and the little child shall lead them. A little child shall lead a leopard, a calf, and a young lion. See, we're going back to that old stature, that stature that Adam had. See, where the animals, you ain't have to worry about them attacking you. We're going back to that stature. Go ahead and read. Six, I mean seven. And the cow and the bear shall feed. Their young ones shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. And the lion going to eat straw like the ox, eight. And the suckling child shall play on the hole of the eggs. And, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice then. And that's a snake, a poisonous snake. So you're going to have young babies playing with snakes. Now, I don't like no snakes. So I don't know about that. You know, I ain't going to mess with no snake, whether they bite or not. I ain't a snake fan. But at the end of the day, you ain't got to worry about them doing nothing to you. We're going back to the time of Adam before he fell. Isaiah 65 and 20. Isaiah 65 and 20. There shall be no more this and infinite of days, nor an old man that have not filled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old, but the sinner being a hundred years old shall be accursed. It say a child shall die at a hundred years old. Only way he gonna die because he done did wrong, but if you're a hundred years old and die, they gonna say, man, he was a baby. Ain't that what we read? It say a child. It say there shall be more this an infant of days. Nor an old man that have not filled his days. For the child shall die at a hundred years old. Now you're a hundred years old. They be bored. They be happy to see it. Boy, he was an old man. Lived, boy, lived a lot of years. Well, then they're going to say, boy, he was a baby. Second Ezra six and twenty one. Second Ezra six and twenty one. And the children, and the children of a year old shall speak with their voice. The woman with child shall bring forth untimely children of three or four month old, and they shall live and be raised up. And remember how he said we're gonna be like the beginning, like the sand of the sea, unnumerable. What well, is this? Why? It say uh, the child shall speak at a year old. A year old child won't be able to have a full conversation. 
And the woman with child shall bring forth untimely children of three and four months old. Meaning you ain't going to have to wait nine months. You're going to be kicking out children at three or four months old. And they shall live and be raised up. Y'all see the stature that we had in the beginning? That we've been losing from generation to generation? That we don't have that stature no more. But we're going to get it back. And that's thus said Yahweh. Jeremiah 32 and 37. Jeremiah 32, 37. Look, I will gather them out of all countries where I have driven them in my anger and in my fury and in great wrath. And I will bring them again unto this place and I will cause them to dwell safely. Go ahead. And they shall be my people and I will be their Yahweh. And I will give them one mind and one way that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of their children's after them. Go ahead. And I will make an everlasting contract with them, that I will not turn away from them to do them good, but I will put my fear in their mind that they shall not depart from me. So instead of that wavy mind, that unstable mind you had, where the evil was present, now that evil ain't going to be present in your mind no more. All that's going to be present in your mind is the fear of Yahweh. And with that, you're going to do exactly what he say. Go ahead. 41. Yeah, I will rejoice over them to do them good. And I will plant them in this land assuredly with my whole mind and with my whole soul. Go ahead. For thus says Yahweh, like as I have brought all this great evil upon this people, so will I bring upon them all good that I have promised. So them. we've been promised the good and we're going to receive it. But we got to endure this thing to get it. Isaiah 2 and 3. Isaiah 2, 3. And many people shall go and say, Come you, and let us go up to the mountains of Yahweh, to the house of Yahweh of Israel. And he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his path. For out of Israel shall go forth the Torah and the word of Yahweh from Israel. Go here. And he will judge. He, and he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up a sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Neither shall they learn war anymore. And the people that make it, Israelites, going to be judges of these nations and make sure we keep these nations in line. Boy, that's something beautiful. We need to put some respect on what Yahweh got for us. Because it was through us that we failed, through us and our ancestors. We failed from that stature that was given to us from the beginning. But Yahweh said if we endure this thing and repent and keep his Torah, he going to give us back that stature. And then all nations going to come and bow down. And we're going to put all nations under the rules of Yahweh as his Torah. Wisdom of Solomon 3 and 1. Wisdom of Solomon 3 and 1. But the souls of the righteous are in the hands of Yahweh, and there shall no torment touch them. Go ahead. In the sight of the unwise, they seem to die. 
and their departure is taking from misery. And they're, and they're going from us to be utter destroyed. I mean, that's uh, destruction. But they are in peace. For though they be punished in the sight of men, yet is their hope full of immortality. Yeah, though we be punished in the sight of men, but we got hope, and our hope is full of immortality. Go ahead. And having been a little chastised, they shall be greatly rewarded. For Yahweh proved them and found them worthy for himself. And that's what the brother was bringing out early. How Yahweh proved and tried his people. But it said that Yahweh proved them and found them worthy for himself. Go ahead. As gold in the furnace have he tried them and receive them as burnt offerings. Go ahead. And in the time of their visitation, they shall shine and run to and fro like sparks among the stubble. And we're going to run to and fro through the earth like sparks amongst the stubble, burning all of the wicked that don't want to do what Yahweh say do, eh? They shall judge the nations and have dominion over the people, and their Yahweh shall rule forever. And their Yahweh shall rule forever. So, through we going, though we going through troublous times and hard times, and Esau trying to make it look like we ain't going to have no way out of it. But Yahweh said he going to redeem his people. He going to find you where you at. And going to give you that stature that you have from the beginning. He going to give it back. And with that, I say shalom and hallelujah, Yahweh. And I get back to the brother and elder. Brother Josiah. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Very good lesson, brother. Uh, as always, good teaching. Very good. And uh, uh, brought out some really good points there. And then, uh, well, you know, we're going we gonna, to uh, just uh, let it leave, it, leave it off, leave it be until the uh, second half of the Sabbath. Um, and uh, we'll pick it up uh, there uh, tomorrow. So, I'm say Yahweh be with you, Yahweh bless you, and uh, we until we meet again. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.